In the book of Philippians, Paul's letter to the church at Philippi, you would find these words. Beginning at verse 3, chapter 1, listen to the word of God. I thank my God in all my remembrances of you, always and in every prayer of mine for you all, making my prayer with joy, thankful for your partnership in the gospel from the first day until now. And I am sure, or I am persuaded, that he who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. It is right for me to feel thus about you all, because I hold you in my heart. For you all are partakers with me of grace, both in my imprisonment and in the defense and confirmation of the gospel. For God is my witness, how I yearn for you with all the affection of Jesus Christ. And it is my prayer that your love may abound one more, may abound more and more with knowledge and all discernment, so that you may approve what is excellent and may be pure and blameless for the day of Christ filled with the fruits of righteousness which come through Jesus Christ to the glory and the praise of God. Verse 6 says, And I am sure, I am confident, I am persuaded of this thing, that God who began a good work in you will bring it to completion at the day of Jesus Christ. Amen. Paul's letter to the Philippian church was the first letter that Paul writes to this church. It was considered by Paul one of his best churches. The Paul, the church at Philippi, being the first church founded on European soil. Philippi was a major metropolis. A lot of commerce went on in the city of Philippi. And it was there uh, in the region of Macedonia, in this little city called Philippi, that Paul founded this particular church. And so Paul is somewhere in a Roman dungeon. We do not know where, but certainly has been imprisoned for preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ as a result of his imprisonment and his uncertainty about whether he will make it out of the prison or not. Paul seeks to write this letter to the church at Philippi to encourage them. And so he addresses this church that, as I've said before, is to Paul, one of his good churches. It's a church that is characterized by joy in the ministry of Jesus Christ and their love for their pastor. That's a good church, amen? When you got a church that loves its pastor, amen, and just always joyful about the ministry of the gospel. The church at Philippi was a good church in that there were no kind of moral problems in it as in the church at Corinth. In the church at Corinth, uh, those were some saved hellions in the book at, uh, in, in the church at Corinth. Amen. Had a whole lot of stuff going on in Corinth. But in Philippi, the only problem that there were in the church at Philippi, two women who could not get along with each other. That's a good church. If in the whole church, all you have is two women who didn't like each other. 
Amen. We must be a good church because I don't know of two women in this church who don't like each other. God, I'm, amen, in the house of God. And so, <laughs> God bless you. So the church at Philippi was a good church. And because it was a good church, Paul is taking the time to write them a letter to encourage them and to tell them that the good work that God began in them, that it shall come to completion even on the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. Now that's good news that God will complete, amen, the good work that God has begun in us. Amen. Even on the day of the Lord Jesus Christ. Why is that good news? It is good news that God will finish what God started in us. Even when we don't finish. Come on, y'all. What we have started. How many of y'all have started off this year saying you're going to lose some weight? Amen. And you are a little bit... Uh, mm, on the other side of the scale and when you started. Amen. You started it, but you did not finish. Amen. You promised you were not going to cuss folk out this year as much as you did last year. Come on now. You started it, but at the end of the year, here we are on December 30th, and you know you've already laid some folks out worse than you did last year. Come on. You started to say you would control your anger this year. But this year you have gone over the top and you have told some folks some things, come on y'all, that you never ever told anybody before. You started, but you did not finish it. You said you were going to handle your money a whole lot better. Come on, that you're going to tithe this year. Amen. If you didn't begin at 10%, at least you're going to do five. You started, but somewhere along the course of the year, you did not finish it. Come on, you said you were going to stop lying as much as you lie. You lie habitually. You lie easily. You can look folk dead in their eyes and lie now. You've gotten good at lying and you said you weren't going to do it. You started, but you did not finish. I'm just talking to folk out there. You said you weren't going to shop as much as you shopped last year. Said you were going to manage your money a whole lot better. I'm just talking about stuff that you said you were going to start. Amen. You said you weren't going to have Amazon coming to the house as often as they do. Come on. You don't go to the mall as much. Amen. But Amazon comes by every day. And now you can see him on the ring. Amen. Because you're watching to see who come to your house. You started... But you did not finish. We're talking about folks who started stuff that they did not finish. And there we are at the end of the year. And God is saying to you, come on, that Paul is saying to you and I'm saying to you as your pastor that the God who began a good work in you, that God will finish it. Come on, you said you were going to do better with your prayer life. Said you were going to read your Bible. Come on now. How many of y'all say you, you started out? That's right. Be honest. Amen. You said you were going to do better. But oh, here we are at the end of the year. And you have not read now one more book in the Bible than you did when you started off. Said you were going to pray. Said you were going to meditate. Said you were going to visit some folk who are sick. Come on. I'm just talking about the stuff that you said you were going to do. You started but you did not finish. 
So here Paul is saying to the church at the end of the year, Peggy, come on, that the God who began a good work in you, that that God will finish it. I like that today. I like that. That there is work that we can do. And then there is some work that God alone can do. And I believe that it is a partnership that we have to enter with God. And that partnership is a partnership that says, I will do as much as I can do to make sure that this partnership between me and God, that this partnership is intact and that the bottom line profit, come on y'all, we cannot ask God to do for us what we are not willing to do for ourselves. I'm going to say it to you again. We can't ask God, amen, to do the work of deliverance. Come on, but you won't even go see the, oh God. You cannot ask God to do stuff for you that, that you can do for your own self. But you, but, but uh, come on, you can't blame God at that. You can't be mad at God. Come on, Melissa, tell me you can't be mad at God for stuff that you can do for your own self. Come on. You can make some decisions to delete some folk out of your life. Come on, y'all. You can make some decisions about how you eat and how you treat your body. You can make some decisions. God ain't going to lose weight for you. Come on, my God. You're going to have to lose weight for your own self. Come on, y'all. Fuck, I tell you, well, you know, I do better when I'm not exercising. And I, come on, y'all. Come on. You can't ask God to do for you what you can do for yourself, but you won't do for yourself. Come on, that's the problem Paul is saying to uh, uh, the church. God will finish the work that God started in your life. Whatever God has started, come on, y'all, that is what God is committed to finishing. I, I tell you, this is just a shortened version of this thing tonight. Uh, today, tomorrow night, you get the full version of it. But, but, but this church, the work that God has started in them is how God started this church. This church was founded by a group of women outside of the city gate. Come on, y'all. It, 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 in the church at Philippi was started by, read it in the 16th chapter of the book of Acts. 16th chapter of the book of Acts, Paul goes to the region of Macedonia and he went outside of the city gate where this group of women were ostracized. In other words, the boys were having a prayer meeting at the synagogue, but the women were put out of the synagogue. Come on, y'all, just like the women were not allowed to beat the, the djembe drum. And there you had God starting the good work in the lives of women and God inspiring and gifting and skill, giving women skill to play the drums and God calling women to preach the gospel. This church at Philippi was founded by women who were put out of the church, Carissa, and sent down by the city gate to pray. And it is there that God sent Paul to found this church. What does that say to us? That there's a work that God wants to do for us, regardless of who have put you out of their lives and who has marginalized you. There is work that God, is there anybody in here who has ever been left out, left off the list, put out, written off, but God started a work in you. I don't know about you, but I, I never thought my life would turn out as good as it has. 
So because my life has turned out as good as it has turned out, I got to give God all of the praise for it. Is there anybody in here when you look back over your life and you see how your life has turned out that you know you owe God some un oh come on my God some unfettered praise some praise where you just thank God for the way you kept me and thank God for the way you have brought me and thank God from the places that you have lifted me and thank God for the labels that God has taken off your life these folk were happy because they know the hell that they've been through in life nothing gives us more joy in this life than when we look back over our lives and see how how far God has been to me my life Paul says I'm certain of this one thing God who has begun a good work in you God Eric who has begun a good work in you, will bring it to pass. Whatever God has started, come on, y'all, God had already completed it. Come on, the Bible says God knows the end before the beginning. Come on, before God ever, uh, before that word ever comes to your ear, God has already completed it. Come on, y'all. You got to understand what it means to live on the word of God, that you can trust the word of God, that when the word of God says, I shall supply all of your needs, it does not matter if the government is shut down. Y'all know we are in a government parcel, government shut down. Folk can't go to work. We're bringing all our IRS folk. Can't, can't ain't going to work. But God has been supplying your needs and keeping a roof over your head, sheltering you, come on, in the midst of this crazy administration that we are living under. God will finish whatever God has started in your life. And I like the fact that God works in increments. Come on. God got stages that God works in. Come on, y'all. That God just doesn't do all of it one time. And that's where we ought to praise God for phase one of the work. Ah, ah, I'm trying to let it go. But, but every now and then, you got to thank God for the first phase of the work that God is doing in your life. First phase, your head just up. Come on, my God. First phase, you just awaken to the move of God in your life. First phase, you just feeling the presence of God. You can't really figure it out, all of it out, Carissa, but first phase, you answer the call. First phase, come on, my God. You just walk in the right direction. First phase, you got a hunger and a thirst for more than you ever had in your life. God, come on and finish the good work that God has begun in each of our lives. First phase. Y'all don't give up on God. Come on, stand up. Let me fit you long today. But don't give up on God. Because God will not give up on you. If God has started a good work in you, introduced you to Jesus, come on, your best blessings in life 
I don't know about you, but my best blessings in life, I didn't see them coming my way. They snuck upon me. They got delivered when I wasn't even watching. Come on, y'all. People ask you all the time, how, how did you start this, this, this thing, this, this business, this life, this marriage, this family? Come on, how did you see it coming? Ah, that's just the first phase. But when God starts something in your life, you got to believe God's going to finish it. If God brought you to this church, the church is not the end of God's work in your life. Come on, God want to elevate you. And that's what Paul is saying to us. Come on now, the God who began a good work in you, that God will finish it. Just to get you here, first phase. Second phase, you start to grow your life. Come on, y'all. Yeah, it's just like building a house. You're doing the work of building a house. Come on, you got to get the survey right first. You got to make sure you're building on the right lot. So you got to lay the pins. Come on, Marcia. He just laying the pins to stake out the territory. This is where the work will be done. Come on, my God. When you get saved, God is just saying, this is where the work will be done. Come on, my God. You're going you're gonna to be changed under the banner of Jesus Christ. Come on, my God. Jesus is going to be your architect. Come on, my God. He's going to build this thing for you. That's how the work is going to be done. Come on, my God. He's going to survey your life. See where the boundary pins are. And then he's going to start building a life. Come on, my God. Ah, and then comes the bulldozer, my God. Got to clear the lot. Come on, my God. Clear the lot. I'm telling you, God is committed to finishing the work. Come on. All the junk that he can't do the work with the junk on the lot. Come on, my God. And so God got to, oh, he got to clear He just gonna clear the lot because he got a house to build on it. The work is in building a house. Come on, my God. The work is in building a house. Come on, my God. Yeah, your life is gonna be like a house, but you gotta clear off the lot. And then you gotta dig the foundation. You'll get the rest of it tomorrow, but but you gotta dig the foundation. Come on, don't give up on God because God won't give up on you come on now you ain't too old come on for the hand of God to be upon your life what you have not gotten in your lifetime God can give it to you in one day one week one minute one moment one hour God can do it my God if you're not gonna be dying you might as well get ready to live your best life God is doing a, a great work. Here's the issue for us today. And we're going to let you go home. It says, Paul says, God who began a good work in you. Come on, y'all. That God 
will bring it to completion. Can I tell you something? I never wanted to live in America. Never wanted to live in Nashville. I never. I never wanted to live here. I am Caribbean born, Trini to the bone. I love my country. I love my culture. I love it all. But God, who began a good work in me, ah, I never wanted to be here. I want to go home. Tried to. When I, when I was graduating from college, I packed up 11 boxes of books, sent them home. I was like, I'm getting up out of here. But God, who began a good work, calling me God is finishing that work now in as much as God has called me to this work God is using me to call you to the work to call you to your best life to call you to make contributions and deposits in the lives of people come on come on DJ that's why God called me so God can call you be a better man be a better husband a better oh my god we don't know where god is going with this work i don't know what this thing gonna look like but i'm excited because god is a wonderful architect master builder come on my god so the work oh my god i'm like god where are the blueprints i want to see the blueprints but the blueprints are in the mind of god come on my god and that's that's the kind of work that god is doing with us we don't know where the little kitchen that could was going to end up come on eric but god is going to do it we don't know where this praise team is going to be but i tell you this one thing i am confident that the god who began a good work in you why did god bring you all to this church god began a good work in you god's gonna finish it god's gonna do it in phases trust that God got the blueprint in God's mind.